This episode, what constitutes a good job? Most people have the concept of what a good job is. And when I say good job, we're talking about employment opportunities. Um, but we decided we would talk about this in, in context to having being employed by somebody else and or what the difference is between being self-employed and or working for someone and also what their concept of a good job, meaning as, a, as being an employee, not employee, but say a subcontractor and what a good job is to the end user customer. Welcome to the Handyman Pros Radio Show, home improvement and maintenance tips from the pros. Thanks for listening to another edition of the Handyman Pros Radio Show, where our goal is to help save you time, money, and aggravation on your home maintenance and repair. This episode's entitled, What Constitutes a Good Job? And I use good in quotes, by the way. And to help me explain, I'm here with my ever-cheerful co-host and old buddy, Johnny. Johnny, what has been going on this week? Give me a story. Um, well, I thought I was doing a good job. Um, yep, when you, you got know, arrested. It's not so I, yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, just Frog kidding. marched out. I, uh, <laughs> You know, remember a couple of weeks ago, I told you that, that the uh, my LED bulb uh, situation, you know, in the back, uh, yeah, it, was, it filled it was up with water, water you know, the exterior balls. Yep. Well, I thought I was doing a good job. You know, I drained them, right? I just drilled a little hole because it's a plastic lens in the front. Sure. Well, once you know that like a, a day later after, after I did this, this, uh, this freaking uh, you know, it was like a, a, it's like a 16th inch hole or something like that. I put mm -hmm. in there a little teeny tiny hole. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. This, this thousand leg thing crawled up inside the bulb through that nice. hole <laughs> now I'm now like, now, now like, johnny you know, you has shadows for, up on the wall you these shadows of a monster right right you can't win for losing i mean what, what it's like what the hell so anyways that's what's been going on larry that's, <laughs> that's what's been going on well folks before we dive into our topic what constitutes a good job we want to do our our promotion for ourselves basically folks if you uh we do have a youtube channel it's handyman pros radio show and um if you want to see us we are out there on that we would like you to like and subscribe to our shows both on podcasts and on youtube our goal is to help get more of this information out we would like to help more people save time money and aggravation on their home maintenance and repair and so in that uh, process, we're trying to get our subscribership up, which helps the algorithm indeed send more people to us. It's really a quite a catch, that catch-22, as they say, Johnny. So uh, with that, if you would, please like and subscribe to our YouTube and or our podcast channels. All right, Johnny, what constitutes a good job? We were discussing this in two forms. One is if you're employed by somebody, what constitutes a good job? Because that's kind of part of it, right? Yeah. Let me let me let me say uh, let me say this, uh, Larry. I, I think I'd, I'd put this into two categories that, that I that I look at. Is either career specific, uh, what constitutes a good Correct. job, you know, or career, and yep. then what what yep. uh, constitutes a job specific, a task, you know. Task. And, yep. So we you know, um, we get asked a lot about um, you know being a handyman. Okay. Uh, going going into this, going into being a handyman and doing doing what we do as a uh, career, as more, a career, as, as a career, career, yeah, as a career. Now, it yeah. to me, it's not you know, I mean, to, from that perspective, because uh, I'm retired. But you know, if you guys are going to get into it, but I do understand everything else because I've had 
a couple of different careers. Um, <laughs> and me too. <laughs> so, you know, you have to look at, and let's talk about the, the, the career specific thing. Cause that's a, a lot of people. And even on the boards, you know, on the, on the, on the, the boards on the internet, the, when I say boards, it's like in the Facebook groups and things like that, they're talking about, um, you know, th- their frustrations of, you know, work or their current job, um, or things like that. So, um, you know, it's really, you know, I guess the first thing that, that you look at is, you know, your job satisfaction. I don't know, you know, when you were, when you were doing in your trucking or you're doing whatever, you know, vending business and things like that, you know, one of the things is, you know, you got to have that balance, right? You know, an emotional balance, you know, not, not just making money, but also, you know, this, how satisfied are you with that job? Yeah, I always found that the making of the money part of it was ancillary to the actual goal of the job. And for for me, just for example, even talking about trucking, my goal was to help was actually to help people run a smooth operation using my equipment largely um, is what that was all about. And then, but it was also, you know, part of that was just, I'm one of these people that likes to help people. Okay. That's the reason we do this podcast. It's the reason we do a lot of, a lot of the different things that we do. Um, but I really, my goals are always to help people. And, and you say, Oh, how does like in the vending business, how was I helping people? It's kind of an interesting thing. The biggest thing that was of, of the greatest satisfaction for me was when I could actually give people what they wanted in the vending business. It brought great smiles to people. I, I always was amazed at that. I never realized how, uh, um, much of an impact you could have on people just on their day to day by giving them, a re- a, they request a particular product and you give it to them and they're like, man, nobody does that. And I'm like, well, that's really odd because that seems very simple. And yet at the same time, it brought a lot of joy to people. And one of the things in the handyman business for, for me anyway, that gives me the greatest satisfaction is helping fulfill people's visions and dreams and making their life simpler and less aggravating as we say save time money and aggravation but mostly it's about making their life less aggravating for things that they just don't know how to do or or don't have the skills or don't have the tools or whatever it is there's a whole lot of different things in the handyman business but it's really nice to, to just know that you're helping people get what they want for lack of a better word those are career things those are what some of the things that keep me going and it gives me great satisfaction to do that it's not really the money is secondary to to that in my world, although I do expect to get paid for that service. So don't think it's inexpensive because it's not, um, because we bring way more to the table than just, you know, fixing your initial problems. At least we hope we do. Um, so anyway, what no, about I would, you? Tom? I would, uh, I would agree with that. I mean, the money comes along with, um, a lot of, a lot of what you just said, a lot of the satisfaction of doing the job and, and how you're wired. Um, <clears throat> so I, I agree with uh, I agree with that. You know, a lot of people go out and and, uh, and look at the compensation first. I think there's a lot of I think there's a lot of things uh, these days that, uh, you know, people are all, are looking at uh, uh, other than that. So, you know, you got to have that. You got to have some kind of a balance, whatever that balance might be in, in uh, your each individual's case. Um, I certainly was a a better salesperson um in a in an environment that uh you know really was a was uh you know a nice environment that I could thrive in you know in other words I was really satisfied with with going into the office and doing all those kind of things you know and right. being part of that team so right um you know I I think one of the things that I always looked at as well was um 
a, a way to grow within the company because I was never sa- I was never satisfied with just kind of the entry level thing. Um, no, so whether you're whether you're going to climb the ladder, you can. It doesn't matter, you know, in any job that you have. I don't care what it is, but you know, I was always taught if whatever you are, be the best you can at, at it. Oh, I was taught the same thing. Yeah, and do uh, it right. And if do you're going right. to do it, do it right. Just take the time and do it right. <clears throat> don't don't cut corners because it never works. It yeah. never works. Yeah, yeah, it, it, exactly. So I think that's you know, and 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 we're going to get to some of the other things here, but I, I think that. You know, when you look at that, when you look at that and you start to put this all together, you kind of say, man, if I had a really a job that I really liked, um, that gave me the things that I needed, you know, in my case, it was, uh, you know, maybe some work life balance where I could get away from work for a while and, um, you know, be, be home, get my mind off of it, things like that. You can, you know, you put, start to put things together and say, man, I can really hit it here. You know, yeah. I'm in a, I'm in a positive work environment. Right. You right. Know? And I think that's, no, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, pu- putting that together made me a better, a better guy, a better salesperson, a better manager, um, and, and all that. Now I'm going to transition to the point. That's just the opposite to that. <laughs> I was in companies that made me miserable. And the best thing you can do is get out. And the best thing you can do is get out. That's I mean, correct. If, and, if you're miserable at your job and then, and this, and so we need to transition this into also into things like, um, even at, on a job level thing, get it done and get out. If it's really driving you crazy, like if you're doing a particular task, finish yeah. it up and don't take another one, you know, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. Get but I think things. on a, on a high level, and I know there's people out there that are asking about going into handyman business and, or, uh, they're in a job that they just, you know, they're, they're, the components just aren't there for them. Right. They, you might be getting paid, but you might, you know, you're like, it's, you're just dreading going into the office. Yeah. There, a, there's, there's trade-offs in everything that you it, do. There, there absolutely it, is. There really is. And sometimes there are trade, there, there's usually there's a large financial trade-off, but not always. Um, and then certain industries like the handyman business is a very difficult business to scale effectively because of the number of things that you need to understand how to do. So it's, it's, kind of difficult to train somebody. It's very difficult to train somebody to do what I particularly do because I I just have so much accumulated knowledge that it's difficult for me to train somebody to do it. Now that's me too. understand that. That's me. I I think, I think what, I I think to the point there is, is, is fine. It's, it's, I think it's just like anything though, actually, Larry, is that you have to find, it's, it's hard to find people with a skill set. Uh, skills or talents that that you need in a particular position right um this, this is true this is true uh this one here is um is an interesting one um there's a lot of folks out there that do a lot of different things but um that <laughs> you know folks that you're if you're going to get into the handyman business and 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 you can you can make a lot of money doing it and you can scale it okay so you know, career growth. Yes. You want to hire people. You want to build an actual, you know, company, a business and build it. Absolutely. You can do that. Um, but it's like anything, um, you got to find uh you got to find good help. Yeah. It's a, it, and that and is difficult. 
and that's the and, and that's true for it doesn't matter what you do. That's I don't right. care what you do. Um, we always said, you know, in the vending business, I think I said this in one of the other shows, but it took me about 200 candidates to find an employee. So I had to go through 200 people before I found somebody that would stick around. And I say that in that that's not applications. That's actually well, it was applications, but there was the application process. Then they would come ride with us. Then they would come to work for us for a trial period and then they would stick around. And that was a long, drawn out process. But it took a long time, a long time to go through 200 people to get to one to keep and just be aware of those kinds of things. Those are the things that, that do it. But back to just I think part of this is what we're saying is understand what really brings you joy. And for me, you know, honestly, for me, my problem is I have to stop working. I have to be watching the clock because I actually enjoy what I like doing. So it's really easy for me to stay late. But to your point, John, when you do have to have that balance. And so you have to you have to know when to say no. And that's can be a a for me, that's always a difficult challenge because if you really like what you're doing, it's easy to work late. It's easy to get up early in the morning. It's really easy to go to work. You know, it really is. It's almost enjoyable. Well, it is enjoyable. It, it, I, enjoy, I enjoy the handyman business. I love it. I just I just have to at six o'clock at night. I got to say, oh, my God, it's six o'clock. It's time to quit, you know, or yeah. I'm going to get it's going to get I'll be all night, you know. Yeah. And, I, so. you know, that goes for anything. I mean, when I was when I was in, uh, you know, businesses, sales manager, whatever, you know, I'd be. I'd be in the office at uh, you know seven o'clock in the morning, and I'd I'd be home and still working at ten thirty at night. Yep, yep, um, yep. You just have to watch it, okay? Now, I guess what we're saying here, in, in my my thought on this is that, and it goes back to some of the emails that we got specifically about the handyman business. You know, I'm in a, I'm in a business right now that I you know in a job right now that I want to get out of, um, and and these are the kind of things I think the the points here. When you look around and that is why are you getting out of where you're where you're currently at right and it's probably on some of the points that we mentioned here at least these are the ones that i look at for myself um and like larry said you know if you're really miserable and you have a a, a lousy work environment um that's not positive and i have been in those and it is awful Awful. And I couldn't wait to get I couldn't wait to get out. You know, in my case, I just couldn't walk out. I mean, it, it was, you know, as you, a lot of you folks know out there, I mean, you're you're talking about maybe even have to go through recruiters the whole bit. Right. But um, the best way is to have a great network and know somebody to get out. Um, but, um, you know, besides that, enough of that. But uh, it's just, you know, if you're really miserable, you got to it's time to it's time to walk. Uh, so, it's time to get out. It's it's so, not worth it for your mental health. Anyway. Right. Right. Anyway. So let's talk about some job specific things. Now, that some of the things that that I look at, um, you know, when I'm when I'm doing a job um and I walk away at the end of the day and say, "Man, success, you know." <laughs> right? You know, it was a great day. I made I made some cash. I made some, you know, ma- those people are happy. I'm happy. You know, the job is is good to go. And, um, you know, what do you what do you do, Larry, when you complete a complete a job, you know, and you walk out and you say, man, that was that was a good that was a good day. It was a good that job. Was a good day. So so much of that for me is set up in the beginning, right? So when I'm actually interviewing the client, I, I have a particular type of people that I like to work with. I like people that are decisive, that make 
pretty simple decisions quickly. Um, don't do a lot of change orders, things like that. So I always, I always try to make sure that before I sign on a new client that I understand, you know, kind of where they're at and what their desires and what their goals are. And then me being the, the old salesperson like you, John, I tend to over, uh, what do I want to say? I, my, my, ideas are usually on the high side as far as time and money because it's much easier to reduce the price especially when you come in with the job done early than it is to go the other way around so like a lot of my and then if you do run into any kind of unforeseen problems which we just did a show on unforeseen problems you're not caught lots of times you know where you where you're like you're having to go back and explain why the price is going to be higher sometimes significantly higher but um that's that's a lot of it's done for me it's done up front but when i get done it with the day it's just like man i just i love when a you know i love when a plan well, comes co together yeah you know right like, to quote the old a-team line i love when a plan comes together and it's just fantastic you know yeah you, you know you just brought up some something uh something there larry i wasn't going to go there but now that you brought it up um and that is you know, picking the client. Um, I, this this leads me to another um, uh, topic that I read on the boards, um, you know, on Facebook groups and things all the time. Is um, is uh, when things kind of go sideways with uh, with the handyman and the customer. Right. Um, I think a lot of that can be avoided by um, you know, obviously being in this business for for a while but knowing you know knowing how to read people mm -hmm. which you just which you just alluded to and and you know to, to me i always look at um you know do i want to work for this person right and that it, goes for your career as well though, it, right john i mean you have it, you that, have to say if you go in like say you're talking to a sales manager and you're getting ready to get hired by a sales manager and you just don't jive with that guy yeah, that's a difficult, that's a difficult you know? one, right? And I, yeah. and I have actually, I've had that, I've done that. I can tell you stories about that. Um, I've turned stuff down because of that. Um, and I look at this the same way. And I think when I read uh, the comments that these folks put up in these groups, um, that they're really mad at the customer, the customer won't pay them and so on and so forth. And there's always, you know, there's, to me, there's always three sides to the story. There's, you know, you know, his, the customers, and then there's the truth. And I got to, I got to figure, you know, I don't. Three I sides, I, Johnny. That's customer, yeah, you, and the and, truth. And the truth. <laughs> and, yeah. And I've got to figure, I got to figure before I, I judge somebody on the board that says, yeah, you know, I got screwed by the customer. Well, yeah, that's your side of the story. Um, Correct. You know, I want to, I'd really like to know what the, the whole thing is before I, I pass judgment. So I never comment on I never make post comments back to that person. I know they're hurting. I know they're, you know, they're trying to learn and stuff, but that's a difficult one that I want that, you know, just want to stay out of. That's like a breaking up a dog fight. And I, I just want to stay out of that one. And, um, I, you know, you, so, but you brought up that, that point. Um, so from a job specific, I think that's, you, you're going to save yourself a lot of, uh, time, money and aggravation, by reading people the right way and saying that, yeah, this person is reasonable. They've got a clear concept of what's going on. You need to be able to walk them through it. So, you know, you're the other side of this story right? to take that job. And I think with all that being said and done, now you do, you know, you do create that job. So um, when I walk away from that at the end of the day and I say, man, good day, 
They're happy. I'm happy. They're happy. Um, you're happy. You know, um, Job looks good. Looks like a million we, bucks. You know, completely fulfills what they're looking for. You right. know, it, it's just it's just kind of the whole becomes like the whole package. John, I just wanted to mention one thing on reading people. So this is this is poker players. If you're a poker player, you understand what a tell is. And people have their tells, right? Every you, you when you when you read people, when you watch people, there's they'll 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 make a little tell, and it's. Mm why you really need to be face to face with somebody because they'll do it in a multitude of different ways. They'll do it with their voice. They can do it with their body language. They can do little things, but there's always a little tells. And, 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 and I know I might be, I might read way much more into it than is there, but sometimes, you know, if you watch somebody flinch, when you say something, you've said something that's not so good to them, you know, or, or they've had a bug land on them, but that's pretty rare. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, but no, you, you, right. you can watch the tells, watch their eyes. Like, do they, do, they, do they look away? That's a sign that somebody's not telling you the truth or that something's bothering them one way or the other. It depends on the part of the conversation. Yeah, it, it, you, you'll be able to read. You know, you, folks, you, know, you, you need to use do it this enough. kind of sense, you, this, yeah. this sense that you have about other people because you're going to avoid avoid of even if you do um you know we're going to get into this right now is that you know from a job specific is um you know your quality workmanship you know that's the one thing that i like to do you do too larry leave mm -hmm. behind a great you know a, a great job you know it's done correctly um you know with all good intent it's all cleaned up it's all that you know um and and they're happy uh, but you can get yourself into stuff. Even if you do a good job, they might be like, you know, you, you took too long. They're, they're, the, There's some people are, you will never be satisfied. There are some people that will never be satisfied. And actually, they get off on just causing this consternation is what I found. You know, it's, it's a passive aggressive type of thing. They just love mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And I, I can't take it. Okay. And I, and, and so I've learned Johnny, to tell us how you really feel. Yeah. I mean, I've learned, I've learned, to, <laughs> I've learned to, I've learned to just say no right up front. Right. Right. When, right. and that's why I actually go over and I know people say, well, um, we don't charge for quotes and stuff, but part of my thing is, you know, I, I, you know, if it's not too far and uh, you know, they're around the corner, I'll go visit that before be, the, them and that job before I um, take it. For a reason, you it's it's always yeah. For a reason, and again, it depends on complexity. I get the yeah, interview for reasons. Them. There's lots of reasons. Oh, yep, and and there's other know. things too. You want to see the complexity on the job no, just absolutely. for your own. For yeah, your own besides the job, and, you brought so you brought forth, it so. up, and that is you know they're going to yep. interview me. They want to see me, but I'm going to interview them to see if I'm going to have problems here, because you know we had a show on that you know when things go turn into a nightmare because it could happen with them. How it How do happen. I feel like they're going to respond to, to something like that? Even if we do, we all want to do good work and we all do good work, right? So I think it's, you know, for me, when I go take take the job, it's the, it's the quality of what I've done, um, their satisfaction, um, the timeliness, and um, that I can, you know, that I came in on time and hopefully under their budget. I, I, yep. I like to do that. And I'm going to charge, and I'll, I'll make a fair price for myself, believe me. But um, compared to some others, um, they're getting a, you know, they're, they're probably getting a pretty good deal with with both of our services, right? So, oh yeah, especially for specific for some specific things like like I don't know. There's a lot of plumbing issues where 
I can certainly beat a traditional plumber and provide superior or as equal or superior service to what they do only because I just know how yeah, to do that exactly. stuff and that kind of thing. One, one thing I did want to mention, John, this is for home. This is for homeowners, particularly younger people. <clears throat> and I'm not picking on younger people, but I don't care who you are. If you correspond via email and or text, and that's all you do, you in my world. Now I understand I'm older and I get it, but if I don't, if I don't speak to you or I don't meet you, I don't know enough about you to know if I want to work for you. So please don't be offended when I say, can I call or can I come see you? Because many, many times, we get a lot of responses and I understand the values of email and text and I get that, but I don't negotiate over text and I don't negotiate over email unless Good it's point. a very, very, very yeah. simple job. Okay. If it's a very simple, if we're hanging a ceiling fan, yes, that's fine. No problems. But when we get into anything else, you know, anything of some complexity or unknowns, I need to talk to you. I need to meet you. And I need to have a full understanding that comes in a conversation does not come via text or email. I have, I, my, I have this issue with my children. They want to only text and email. And I'm like, I don't understand what you're saying because there's, there's no, no con yeah, there's intonation. No context to some of this stuff. Yeah. Right. No, you're, no, you're right. exactly, you're exactly right. You know, and, and I've, and I've dealt with that before. Um, and I, I, I'm, I like you, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm obviously older, but I, you know, I understand that they use text. I have no problem with, with, uh, with technology. Believe me. Um, no, it's a great time saver, it's, but it's but not, it, but, it's, but it, but it's a personal, it's an interpersonal thing. Right. Though. I mean, you, you know, we, we need to know each other a little bit. Okay. It's like anything else. Um, and particularly for do us, a good John, job for as a homeowner, right. we're coming into your home or onto right. your property, whatever it is Correct. that we're doing. Yep. I, I, exactly. I mean, honestly, to, to not, my opinion, to not have spoken to, at least spoken to the person is a, you just don't know. I, I think the know. other thing that happens, it, 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 which is different with, uh, with the handyman side of things is that, you know, if things things are all uh, going right and everything, that it's not going to be the last time you're going to see me or talk to me. We hope so. Because I because what we do is what we do is provide you know um, your trusted advisor experience versus you know let me let me let me juxtapose this with like a plumber that's going to come in and put put a toilet in. Okay, that's all he's going to do. He's going to leave. You're never going to see him again, unless you have a plumbing issue, perhaps. But with us, you know, it might be a toilet, it might be a, you know, faucet, it might be, you know, some electrical stuff, it might be some wallboard work, it might be some deck work, it might be some, some things that we can't do, but we might be able to point you in the right direction or give you guidance. So it's really good, and we made this point before, is to know a handyman for your household. You know, even if you don't need one, it might not be a bad idea if you run a, a runner, you know, uh, up against one of the, you know, one of us, you might want to say, Hey man, you're a handyman. Can I get your number? Um, you know, I don't have anything right now, but you know, I got some things, you know, do you do this, that, and the other, and just kind of see what, see what they see do. See what they do. Cause I get calls all the time about my advice. I have no problem with that. Nope, me neither. Cause there's things like, you know, I know my limitations. I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put a new roof on your house. Nope. I get it. But, you know, we could, but we're not going to do it. But there's, but there's things that, yeah, there's things that I can help you deal with though. So, 
Um, but that's, you know, you went in that direction, Larry. It's a good one. Thank you. So, you know, I think all in all, what, what I wanted to do here was, was just kind of, you know, have that, that good feeling when you walk away from a job that, you know, you know, the, the person's happy, the job's done, done, uh, professionally and it's on time and you feel good about it. You get paid for it. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, wow, there's a win ring the bell. So bing, bing, bing. Yeah. Yeah. Versus I have had jobs that, you know, the, 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 they don't, the, the customers just, they, it was, it was a bad, I shouldn't have worked for them in the first place. Let's put it. Well, or, or, or something just went way askew, you know, that's just out, way so, out of our control. And that, and that happens on occasion. Yep. It is a normal, natural thing and it does, and it does happen. So, you know, that's like when the aliens come to abduct me, we've got some ground rules. I'm just saying. <clears throat> yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> You're not going to abduct me if. I don't want to know. Yeah, how do you? <laughs> Larry's going to do a whole show on ground rules with aliens. Yeah, there you go. Folks, I, you know, hey, it is what it is. All right. With that, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please send us an email, hand, questions at handymanprosradioshow.com. We do answer our emails. We always do. Um, sometimes they become shows. So, you know, hey, send us an email. We do answer the questions. We've, we've answered a bunch over the past few months, Johnny, it seems like. Also, like and subscribe to our YouTube and our uh, podcast pages as well. Send us a review if you would, please. We would appreciate that as well. Johnny, what you got? Well, just a, just a show wrap up of, uh, hope this helped everybody out there a little bit, you know, write us, like Larry said, you know, if you've got any questions about this, you know, especially in, uh, changing careers or, uh, you know, doing jobs and feelings on jobs and things like that. I mean, it's all part of life. So, uh, hope this helped and, um, everybody have a fantastic week and we will see you next time on the handyman pros radio show. Mm-hmm.